This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. You're here today with Spring and Andrew, your favorite sexperts on the internet, answering your questions about sexual health and relationships. And we've been talking a lot about breaking up, and now we're going to talk about something that you can do after you break up. But I'm never breaking up with you, Spring. How are you doing today? Oh, that's so sweet. I've never heard anyone tell me that before. <laughs> it's what I've always longed to hear. Um I'm I'm so happy to talk about dating apps. I love talking about dating apps. It's one of my favorite topics, actually. Um, we've done an episode before on how to use dating apps. Um, and now we're talking about this whole revamping. It's like a little bigger deal. Like we're saying, yeah, get on the dating apps. And now we want to talk about what are we really going to do to like glamp up that dating <laughs> profile? I, over the weekend, officiated the wedding, uh, a wedding. Um, those of you who don't know, I'm an ordained priest in the Universal Church of Life, which is not anything at all. Just like an organization where you can get ordained so you can like marry your friends. I married um, family members um, and I didn't tell their actual story about how they met or what that looked like. Um, but it was Bumble. And for those of you who don't know, Bumble is a dating app. Now, a bunch of my family listens to this or their families listen to this. So, hey, family and new friends that I met at the wedding that I officiated, officiated now that you now, now you know that they met on Bumble, which is a dating app. It's not a hookup app. I think it's important for us to say today we are not talking about hookup apps. Um, we're talking about dating apps where you're actually looking to make a connection with the person and perhaps start, you know, something more than just a one night stand. So like, that's the direction we're going. And there is some crossover. People do use apps for a lot of different things. People will be on the same app for both hookups and dating. And I think that's important to acknowledge just as we're starting off talking about using these apps. When you're going on Bumble, there will be people that are there for a hookup and there will be there that people that are looking for a life partner. They're, and it runs all range of things. I was never looking for a life partner. I was perfectly happy sing, sing, single. I can't even <laughs> say the word anymore. It's been so long. <laughs> single. Um, and it just sort of happened to me as well, right? Like you don't know necessarily what's going to come your way in your life. You might want to be in a relationship forever and be always single. You might never want to be in a relationship and end up in one. Um, and it's good to be kind of open-minded when you're out on the dating apps just a little bit as well. It's better to be, you know, a little more open-minded and a little more accepting and a little more like thoughtful than it is just to make those kind of snap judgments. But um, Spring and I have actually talked to a lot of people about dating apps and we've read about them. I'm kind of excited to talk about best practices. Spring also uses dating apps all the time for, I've been 
consistently using dating apps for, I would say, uh, nine years. So I, I have a little bit of firsthand <laughs> knowledge to contribute to the conversation as well across several apps, <laughs> maybe nine or 10. <laughs> My primary experience with dating apps is... <laughs> Uh, I, I have a sad story and then I have a funny story. So my sad story is I wanted to see what eHarmony was like. eHarmony like started out as like a religious heterosexual dating app for not gay people weren't allowed. So I made a real eHarmony profile with everything about me. But the only thing I changed was that I was interested in women instead of men. Um, and I had a lot of women who really, really wanted to date me on eHarmony. There's a lot of women who like the same stuff that gay men like. Like, There's a lot of connections there. And I felt really sad. So, of course, I told them all, like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then I, I canceled that pretty quick. Um, I also had a friend, Brian, or have a friend, Brian, who was a bartender at a restaurant. Um, and he would only let me order drinks by sending him grinds on Grinder. So I made a Grinder profile so I could send my friend Brian drink orders. And every time I did, I got messages and dick pics and all kinds of things. I was like, well, I understand Grinder really well now. It only took like you know ten minutes at a bar. Um, that's that, that's my experience. But I do talk to people about it all the time. I talk to students. I have tons of friends who are dating apps. I've reviewed a bunch of their profiles. Um, I've helped write a bunch of profiles as well. So I'm up on. On, on dating apps. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I love I love these stories that Andrew just told though because he's also demonstrating how versatile these apps are and how people use them for so many different things. Um catfishing, Andrew wasn't trying to catfish, but <laughs> <laughs> I catfish with myself, so... And also ordering drinks or, like, talking to friends, like, even connecting with uh, your friends on apps and talking with your friends through there because it's, like, a coded or more fun way to interact sometimes. So, yeah, there are thousands of reasons that people use these apps and and people have all types of different reasons they're on there and different things they're looking for and and that's gonna that's gonna be true for any app even if the app is purely a hookup app um which there are apps that are made like you hook up in the next hour or you don't use the app basically and even those people will be on there for variations of that like maybe they just want to sext or maybe they just want to like uh chat with someone for a few minutes. And so like, even on an app that has a very clear purpose, there will be ranges of why people are there. And so I think that's a great place to start when we're talking about as you enter the app world and you're revamping your profile, coming off a breakup, coming off of whatever, and you are ready to get back out there. First, be really clear in your own head, in your own like entering into this process, why you are there. Why are you coming to that app? Because I think the clearer that you are in your own intentions, that's going to help you really build your profile to help you find what you're looking for. And I mean, when you're using these apps, there's a lot of temptations and pitfalls. Um, and the first thing I would recommend uh, if you're going to be using one of these apps is you don't, e- don't even make a profile at first. Just look at other profiles for a few minutes and see which ones are good versus which ones you think 
are really poor. Um, and like do some analysis like, oh, why does that one make me feel ooey or what's wrong with that one? Like you can do a lot of the work um, on your own, but Spring and I are going to highlight like the most important parts overall of those dating apps. Um, but when you're going through, if you see something that's really attractive or something that pulls you in or something that really gets you interested, those are probably the same kind of things that are, gonna, that are going to get someone else interested. Um, and if you see something where you're like, ooh, creeper, never, no, gross, bad, that was a pun. You don't do those things. Yeah. Some people <laughs> like puns. I don't. All right. Well, why don't we talk about photos first? Do you want to talk about yeah. like photos? Yeah. Um, rule number one, you have to have a photo. All right. <laughs> you know, um, so I think there's a lot of things we want to talk about in photos. Um the first thing is the first photo has to have a clear picture of your face. Um, so I don't think the first one should be a body shot. You can include a body shot if you want, but the first one clearly has to have your face and no other people in it. And we'll get to talking about photos with other people in a minute, but the first photo cannot have other people in it. The first photo needs to be very clear who you are and what your face looks like. No sunglasses, no filters, like use good lighting use good angles, like use those to your benefit. Um, I actually asked uh, the students in my classes uh, over the last couple days about like, well, what's good in a dating profile or what really turns you off? Every single man in my class agreed and, and multiple classes said like, uh, hey, like if I notice that there's any filter at all, I'm done. Yeah, so like people want to see your your true self in that opening picture. So good angles, good lighting, that's fine. But but don't don't use fun or funky filters. Don't make yourself thinner. Don't get rid of your pores. Don't change your hair. Um, and make sure that picture is relatively recent as well. Um, don't use a picture from like ten years ago. You can use a picture from like six months ago. That's fine. Um, but you want to keep that relatively fresh. Have it actually look like you. Um, and there's lots of ways to get that kind of good picture, uh, but it's also important. You don't want that to be a selfie either, right? So you want it to be a clear picture of your face that's not a selfie, that doesn't use filters, no sunglasses. Anything else that we need? I'm just going to say, if you're really good at selfies, I don't think a selfie is a total no-no. I think I think that, that, I don't think that's a bit, I don't think... I'm just going to say, first of all, I love selfies. And I think some people's selfies do look really good. So I'm just going to say, ask your friends, is this a mm. good first photo? Because that was the second thing of all of the male <laughs> and the females, all of the students. And that's like 200 over the last couple of days. We're like, Ugh, like somebody who has selfies all over or a bunch of selfies. So, um, so you have your, your initial picture that Spring and I are talking about now. You should have more, four or five more. You don't want to put like 100 pictures in your profile, but you want to give like enough so someone can sort of see who you are, what you like to do. If there's a selfie in that mix, that's fine, but you don't want to put like five selfies in there. And Spring mentioned a body shot. We're not talking about you nude. We're not talking about like <laughs> sultry, seductory. We're not, we're talking about like, you, you want a lifestyle shot. You want a shot of you doing a hobby, a sport, something you enjoy, something fun, playing traveling. with a dog, traveling. Like you want like a, a body shot that shows your body in action. Once again, you want to show your body as you actually look in real life. It still blows my mind that people are constantly posting like face shots with all kinds of filters or body shots where they use like one of those body morphing things. Like if you're dating someone, hint, they're going to see you. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. 
Well, right. If it progresses to that point, that's um, the point of revamping your profile so that yeah. so that you meet people IRL and have real connections. But 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 there's somebody who loves everybody and everybody type and everybody kind. Like like you don't need to lie about it. I, I mean, I think that's going to be one of the overarching things Spring and I are going to say the whole time. Like, don't lie ever. Don't do little white lies. Don't make things up. Don't try to make yourself more interesting, because as soon as someone finds out that you've like lied they're no longer going to be interested in you like it just your relationship's over before it starts if you include those kind of little lies inside of your profile um and and, in your body like spring and i talk about body positivity and learning to love yourself and then making changes in your life and your lifestyle to get your body to a place where you do love yourself um but you need to be honest in those opening shots and lifestyle shots are really important like of doing something that you really care about or love. And, and I love when Spring mentioned travel. We're going to talk about travel again in, in just a few minutes, but um, we need to take a short break. So we'll be right back and we're going to keep talking about pictures in your profile for that revamp. Welcome back to the Sex Wrap, everybody. Today, we're talking about how to get back onto that meat market, put yourself up there on some dating apps, and hopefully meet somebody new. We've been talking about breakups this month. Now we're talking about how to unbreak up. Well, not unbreak up, because that says you're getting back with the same person. Um, <laughs> get with somebody better. Um, and we've been talking about pictures. Let's get with someone that's a better fit for you. Absolutely. Um, anything else that we need to say about pictures? So we said, like, you know, try not to have selfies, have a full shot of your body. Your opening picture should be of your face with good, you know, use good lighting and everything like that. But don't use filters on it. Don't use sunglasses. Have it be recent. Seems like a pretty big laundry list. Well, I want to talk about group photos for a minute because I do think it's um, nice to see people in action, see people with friends, show that you have friends that you like doing things with. Um, And so it is okay to have group photos just as long as they're not the first photo. Um, And there's a lot of uh, ways that people put group photos up. Sometimes people do this thing where they put like smiley faces over the faces of the other people in their group photos. I think that's really weird. I think it's really weird when people do that. And I'm not sure why they do that. I think they're trying to say, um, oh, this one's me. But if you show a couple other photos before the group photo, it's pretty clear which one is you. So I don't recommend this whole covering up the other faces. Like, That feels to me like, why are you even using that photo if you're just going to block all the other people out? But I think it's really nice to show you in action with some of your friends, with you doing things with your friends, um, because it's it just gives you a little bit of, uh, oh, this person has friends. Maybe they are a nice person. Maybe I would like to meet them vibe. (laughs) Well, absolutely. So like, you know, have that face shot as your opening shot, a good face shot, then do a body shot of like you in action doing something fun. And then if you have a couple friend shots, right, because if you're hanging out with your friends, like almost all of my pictures are pictures that other people have taken in groups, right? So if you're doing a lot of fun stuff in groups, that's a great way to do it. Um, Some other light recommendations are like show yourself in a variety of places and spaces and outfits and, and styles, like just show the full range of yourself in five to seven pictures. All right. Anything else we need to say about pictures before we move on to that profile? Oh, yeah. One more. Since we're talking about breakups and revamping, 
Do not put a picture of you with your ex with a face over their ex either. Um, you don't want any pictures with your ex. Um, if you're putting a picture of just you and one other person, and that person is a person you could have potentially dated, as in they're the gender that you like to date, that you're advertising that you like to date. So say um, I'm a man and I post a picture of me with my sister and I have my arm around her and we look really close. Not the greatest picture to put up in your photos um, because everyone is going to assume it's your ex-girlfriend or your current girlfriend that you're cheating on um, or that you're in a poly relationship and you didn't tell us that. Um, And so I see that a lot of times and people will put like underneath in the text like, oh, BTW, it's my sister, LOL. Um, And that doesn't come across well. Like, it's just like, it's like, yeah, you get that question every day because it does look like you're really close. So I would just recommend if there's a photo of you with just one other person, that's the gender of person that you're looking to date, don't use that photo. Um, and don't use any photos of you with your ex, whether or not you put a smiley face over them. Uh, just keep it to ones of you, maybe small friends or friends, uh, small groups or friends, things like that. That, that. that is really sound advice. Like give people the information necessary to know that you're out there looking for them and not looking to get back together with the person you've just spent the last two weeks of the sex rep breaking up with. (laughs) All right. Um, So the profile, um, the profile I think is for a lot of people, the hardest thing they've ever had to write because you can't be humble, but you can't brag. Um, You can't lie, but you have to sound interesting. Um, You have to be honest about what you actually like. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you have to do. And there's a whole bunch of research that shows that the first two sentences that you write on your profile are by far the most important. So like the things because you need to work- a lot of people don't read the whole profile. <laughs> Especially if you're wordy like me. Like if I was writing profiles, they would literally be 17 pages long. You can ask Spring, I'm an over writer. I, I have a lot to say. Um, so that opening picture and the first two sentences are the things that you need to spend the time perfecting. Um, and those opening lines should be conversational um, they should should have enough information there to wet someone's whistle to get someone interested. Essentially, you want someone to wa- want to read that third sentence or scroll to the second picture between that one photo and two sentences. And those sentences can be a string of things that you like. You know, like you know, um, I dance flamenco. I like this. I like this. I go here looking for that. You can put all of that in one sentence, and then you can build it up in the rest of the profile. But it's really about you know, you get one sentence, two sentences to pull somebody in. And if you don't do it, you've lost them. So I have a couple of recommendations on writing this. And these are like, these are, this is where we're talking about revamping. Like, okay, you've got a profile. We want to revamp it. We want to enliven it. We want this to like really be a winning profile. Um, So one of the things is do not use a string of emojis. Like if you use like 20 emojis to indicate like every interest you have, um, it's, it's really hard to read through all of those. Like emojis between things or like a couple of emojis to highlight things that you like. Amazing. People love emojis. Yes. But if you put like 20 in a row, it's really hard for someone to like stare at each emoji and like take them in. And um, we want it to be like an easy flowing, like glancing at this, start it to get a feel for you. So you don't need to put every single interest you have on there. So you, yes, use some emojis. Yes, highlight your interest. But like 
people are going to talk to you. So they don't have to have every single thing about you in that string of emojis there. And, and it's really about being witty too. So a string of emojis is not witty. You want something in there that makes someone laugh or something that makes someone ask you a question like, I can totally beat you at Pokemon Snap or whatever it is. Like you, you put, you know, some kind of action term. Sorry, close beat to you at what? Well, see, then we're not a good dating match if you don't know what Pokemon Snap is. Um, but I mean, you put something in there that like it matters and is funny that will pull someone like you'd say checkers, right? You could like I could beat you at checkers, though. I don't I don't think that would draw many people in. But if someone was interested at checkers, what would happen then is like in that initial conversation after they read that sentence, it'd be like, let's go to this coffee shop and I'll totally like beat you at checkers and buy you a coffee. Like, so you, like that actionable term that's conversational, that shows that you're interesting and engaging, like essentially you list your interest, that's fine, but you want to give someone a hook. Um, and that hook is that revamp that we're talking about too. Just, just a string in, of interest isn't as good as, you know, saying, I like these things and then giving somebody something to feed into. Um, so like building your profile so that it naturally flows to, ha ah, this person's funny, or I don't really understand what they're saying. Let me ask a follow-up question. Like those are really good ways to start a healthy relationship with somebody. Um, and I mean, I love the, the challenging to something that you could do at a coffee shop or at a bar because it's an easy, safe, like group place to meet where you can have a fun conversation and do the thing in the profile. Um, so, uh, th 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 and that's all in two sentences. Like, it's kind of crazy that you have to get all of that across in two sentences, but then you have the rest of the profile to fill out. But be witty, be funny, and be concise, at least at the beginning. And then we do want to communicate um, what what you are looking for in some way. So if you don't know exactly what you're looking for, that's okay. But there are a few different ways to do that. And you can do it through words. And you can also do it in your photos. Like if you are really just looking for hookups, like make your last photo a, a sexy photo. Like the, <laughs> it's, it's a clear indicator to a lot of people. If you're looking for more sexual encounters over um, getting to know people encounters, put a couple more sexy photos in. Or you can write about um, you are not opposed to hookups. Or some people don't like saying, I'm here for hookups. But you can say something like, um, also open to hookups, something like that. So starting to incorporate in some language that is telling people that you are interested in what you're interested in. And maybe you're unsure. And so you want to like include a little uh, of a few different options. Or maybe you want to say something like, not sure what I'm looking for. All of these things are fine. But you're going to get that question like almost immediately from most people you're talking to. So communicating it um, in some ways up front is going to just cut down on how annoyed you get having to answer that question over and over. I mean, and there's there's a lot of other little pitfalls around this as well. Um, so when you're writing your profile, you do have to talk a lot about yourself, but you should, like Spring said, talk about what you're looking for, but try to talk about both of those things as positively as possible. Say what you like, say what you're looking for. Um, there are all kinds of negative, all kinds of negative statements that pop up inside of, um, profiles that really turn people off. Like, I'm not into this. I'm not into that. I'm not into hookups. I don't want this. I don't want that. Um, you cannot want all of those things, but you want to frame them in a way that keeps your profile positive and warm. As soon as you add a string of things that you don't like, 
um, or that you're tired of, or you're sick of something, like it creates a kind of coolness or coldness in your profile that can turn off some people who are interested in warm, intimate relationships as well. Um, and it's fine to have preferences. It's fine to write those kind of things in there, but really focus on framing it in, I like this, or I'm looking for this, or I enjoy doing these things. That's the safe way to talk about both your interests and your likes. And you don't want to waste, you don't have unlimited text in a lot of the apps. Some like, okay, Cupid, you you have like all the room you want, but in some, a lot of apps, you have a, a limited amount of space to give yourself this little bio. So, you know, in this limited amount of space, you don't want to waste these valuable sentences saying what you don't like in other people's profile. Like you'll see that a lot. People will say like, you better not have this, 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 or this in your profile. And like when people list those things out, yes, it's definitely like Andrew says, it makes, it makes people want to swipe left on them because they seem like a mean judgmental person. Um, and also you're wasting that space where you could be enticing somebody and you're just pushing the people away instead. So you really want to say, um, what you want, what you're looking for, not what you're against and what you don't want. <laughs> It, it, once again, it's about it that. It seems so simple. And it's about maintaining that like positive, affirming tone. And you can be, you can be sarcastic. You can be yourself for sure. You can be funny. You can be self-depreciating. You can be like however you normally are. We're just saying, don't be negative. <laughs> yeah. And with that, uh, we need to take another short break and we'll be right back with the rest of our episode about how to update that profile. All right, listeners. Um, so how are your dating apps? We would love to see them. Um, as you know, we've been doing a lot more interplay between our social media. So thank you, social media followers and the episode. Um, so we'd love to hear you. If you've seen a truly horrible dating profile, just DM us either a link or a picture. We would love to take a look. Maybe Spring and I will deconstruct those later. Yeah. Don't send us um, their names or their photos. Oh, yeah. So if you're if you're if it's a photo that's bad, like put a little smiley face over their face so you can like show what's bad about the photo. Um, but we don't want people's personal information. Um, but if they like have some text that they've written, that's uh, horrible. Yeah. We, we love that. Um, <laughs> and you know, when we're talking about writing this little piece about yourself, another thing to do um, is to ask, some friends to write it for you. So I think this is a great idea where you can like have a chat and do this like with three to five different friends. Tell your friends like uh, what you're wanting to get out of the dating app and then have them draft a little bio for you because they know you really well. They know what like will catch people's attention um, and don't even tell them what you want to put in it. Just see what they come up with first and then pull this from a few of your friends and see what you like and see what you can put together to like make something catchy about yourself. And I love this idea of like crowdsourcing that because your friends love you and they know what they love about you. And it's really great. It feels great to hear these things, first of all, but it also is really easy way to like start to put some of those sentences together because it can feel overwhelming to come up with even just a few sentences about yourself. Plagiarism. 
(laughs) You're allowed to plagiarize your friends when you ask. (laughs) I absolutely love that piece of advice. Um, And and I think sometimes your friends are, are better at avoiding a lot of the pitfalls when you write about yourself. I think something that's also really important is to avoid all of those cliches that people write all the time. Um, I love to travel. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, It's not an interesting thing to tell somebody because most people like travel. So instead of saying like, oh, I love travel, you can say, I just got back from my trip from blah, or I'm planning my trip to, you know, wherever you're planning a trip to a little bit harder in a COVID world right now. But um, just be thoughtful about how you present things. If something, if something sounds like everybody always says it, or if something sounds like it doesn't mean anything in your profile, it probably doesn't mean anything and everyone says it. So just like present it in a way where it helps someone ask a question. Um, so just to avoid, I mean, what are some of the other big cliches? The travel is the one that I see all the time. I like music. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I like music. I like going I like out movies. to eat. Yeah. <laughs> like, yikes. I mean. Yeah, like I, I like um, either asking questions in your profile is great, but if it's specifically questions like related to something you're doing, that's even better. Like asking for travel tips or asking for like, do you know any great places in this specific neighborhood that you live to eat ramen or something, you know, like ask very specific questions like that, um, that are related to your interest that also give people that conversation starter. So it makes it a nice, easy way to start conversations instead of having this like block where you're looking at someone's profile going, they seem nice. They seem like they have good photos, but I have no idea what to say. So I'm just going to say, how's your day? Well, and um, (laughs) if you put the right info in, they'll ask you questions where you can actually talk back. Right. That's the other thing about the cliche stuff. Like oftentimes someone says like, I'll like music and someone will ask you like, oh my gosh, what's your favorite X, Y, or Z? Or what's the last concert you went to? And if you like music as in like you keep Spotify in when you're at work, like that's a not a great conversation starter. I love that specific. Like, what's your favorite ramen place? Um, there's there's so much great thing. There's so many great things you can do with your profile. So avoid those cliches. Um, and like Spring said, be really specific. Say what you like, um, and don't say what you think other people would want you to say. Right. The thing about a dating profile is there are plenty of fish in the sea. There's tons and tons of single people. Is plenty you- of fish still an app? I'm sure it is. Only, <laughs> only farmers and and Jay and there's tons. There's 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 apps for everything out everyone out there. Um, all right, let's see. Um, I have some big, broad stroke final pieces of advice. Anything else that you want to say about the profile spring, or should we get into like the like the do do not final section? Yeah, I think that one more thing about their profile is. Um, If you are in any type of alternative style of relationships, um, you do want to put that in there. You do want to talk about um, if you're in non-monogamous relationships um, or anything like that, that is important for people to know. Um, I've heard, you know, a lot of times people, if they don't put that in, then people start chatting and then there's a time where someone discloses that um, and then people get really mad. So if there's something that like could be a deal breaker um, for someone else, I would suggest putting that in the profile also, because this it's really frustrating to everybody, to you and to other people, um, to have like some engagement and start to get excited and then to be like, oh, why why couldn't you have told me that really big thing up front? Yeah, I think I think kids is another one. If you have yeah. kids, you need to make sure that's in the profile because some people love it and some people are looking for it. But there's a lot of people who, you know, 
don't are, aren't interested in either being with someone with kids, raising someone else's kids, or even having their own. So, um, and there are other like just think of the, your own deal breakers. Like if there's if you have that kind of thing going in your life in your background, you should make sure that you present it to other people as well. Um, yeah. All right. So the first impression is the most important, everyone. So you should fill out every single blank in your profile. Whatever the dating app is that you're using, you should make sure you fill out the whole thing. And it should all be thoughtful and it should be the the witty, pithy kind of stuff that Spring and I have been talking about. But that opening picture and the first two sentences, the most important part, right? The rest can't be garbage, though. Good grammar, good spelling. Um, that's another thing that came up uh, when I was talking to all the students in my classes today and yesterday. They're like, if there is a grammar or spelling error, done. So just, you know, use spell check, copy and paste it from, you know, Word. Um, just make sure that it's in there. Uh, make sure that it is, it, it reads your best self. Um, <laughs> And another really great piece of advice is um, make sure that you write that profile when you are in a good mood, when you're in an upbeat mood, when you're in a happy mood. We know a lot of people go on to write these profiles right after a breakup when they're feeling sad, when they've had a couple drinks and they're like all like, you know, the world, boohoo, I'm upset. <laughs> like nobody wants to date that version of you. So uh, just make sure you're in a good headspace. You're feeling good about yourself. Uh, and then work on that profile when you're feeling good. Um, and along with that, that will help with that positivity. And Spring and I have both mentioned positivity today. And by positive, don't be angry. Don't tell us the things that you don't love. Don't be judgmental of yourself or other people, right? Like, don't be self-deprecating. I mean, you can be self-deprecating in terms of humor, but often profiles will be like, oh, well, you know, I'm trying to, and I lost some, and I used to be, and it's not always like this. That kind of language is a real turnoff most of the time for people. So just be really careful with that self-deprecated language. And I'm going to go back to my opening, like don't lie at all at any point with pictures or with language or with interest or with what you want or with what you think other people want. No lies and not even like little white lies, right? They just be really, really honest. Because for real, there is a person that's great for you. And dating apps have huge pools of people in them. So it's actually serving you the best to be so honest, because you're going to find somebody that wants to date you and who you really are. And that's what's so cool about them. So I love the main revamp tip for me is like, really be yourself, like be your kookiest, weirdest, most best version of yourself on there, because that is what people will respond to because you are a great person. I know you are if you're listening to this podcast. So <laughs> no, I mean, so just just be honest. Uh, and Spring gave some other really great advice earlier. She said, have friends write it. I think you should have a friend review it as well. Like yeah, Before you yeah. post it, pass it to a friend and like uh, say like, I need you to do a once over. Um, something that comes up pretty frequently is people think that they're not interesting or people think that they don't have great hobbies. And if that's you, that's okay. You don't have to be good at anything, right? So if you don't really have any hobbies right now and you want to have a dating app with some hobbies in it, just do something like go bowling, you know, and, and start playing with, I mean, I'm just using or, bowling. Or even tell people I'm looking for some new hobbies. Any advice? Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> um, there are a million hobbies out there. I mean, hobbies at the end of the day are one of the best ways to connect to somebody because they make for good conversation and they make for the best first dates. Even if you're terrible at something and you can laugh at yourself a little bit, like it makes for a really fun time. So get some hobbies and there's a ton of them out there. They're easy to do. A lot of them are free or cheap. Um, and you know what? If you get some good hobbies, often you don't even need a dating app because you start meet people, you start meeting people who do those hobbies as well. But um, yeah, let's see. Don't write gross little sex puns. That's for me in spring on the show. Um, people don't want to hear about like how hard things are on your <laughs> dating app. Um, yeah. We leave the sex puns to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andrew's rolling really his eyes. He's like, no, 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 no please no, no. don't let spring do any more no, sex puns. <laughs> no more sex puns. Be honest, be authentic, be yourself, and then practice being your best self. And it eventually becomes a reality. That's all I really have to say. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Spring. And my last and final tip is um, just have a few little things about yourself written in your notes or like little questions that you want to ask people that you can copy and paste. Because sometimes people get down on the apps because they're tired of like saying the same thing or they're tired of um, trying to think up a good, good question. When you have a good question, like keep it in your notes. When you um, write something out about yourself, like uh, maybe someone asks you about your career and you like write out a few sentences about it, keep it in your notes so you can like copy and paste it in because that type of thing just keeps you um, more like bouncy on the app, more like uh, resilient. So you're like, I'm, I'm not getting down on using this. And I like have this like little uh, place where I can like keep some common responses and keep some questions I want to ask people. So I remember what I want to keep asking and what I want to be here for. So I think that like, that'll help you stay. Uh, I like that word resilient, like resilient, in the app. Yeah. 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 Because because the apps, you don't find your true love or the sex that you want on the first go, right? You got to keep going. You got to bounce back. Um, and you will. Yeah. All right. So have fun with the apps, everybody. I really love this episode with you today, Spring. I thought it was super fun to talk about updating some dating apps. So if you are listening and you have any questions for, for Spring and I about dating, dating apps, breakups, relationships, love, sex, anything at all, let us know. You can send us an email. We're the sexwrap at gmail.com. Uh, you can call us at 413-I-RAP-IT. And you should definitely check out our social media where the sexwrap at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good one. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too... Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.